This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Christmas, everybody! Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show, Season Three, mm-hmm. Episode Four. Look at that! Can Coach, we turn we that into back. a song at the top of the show? I, yeah, Can we I, workshop I, I it need right to now? workshop that. We'll workshop that off air. Aw, but people love it when we workshop know, these things on air. That's what they come <laughs> here for, Eric. I don't know, Danny. I don't know. What, do, what um, does producer Chris think? Do people like to hear us workshop stuff or no? Uh, I, I'll bet it's probably fifty-fifty. <laughs> So should we flip a coin? Can we flip a coin? It can go one of two ways. Can we flip a coin? I know. Well, let's not. I, as a professional singer, I do not put something out that is not good. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna like uh, that. You got to protect the brand. Semi-professional singer, (laughs) I like. Right. Um, But we are back, folks. We are back for episode number four of season three of the Christmas Countdown Show. We are doing our second half of our list of top ten Christmas movie characters. Yes. So we already did ten through six. We're going to do five through one. Uh, It's going to be a great list. Uh, We got a lot of fun things to talk about today. So many fun things. Festively fun to talk about. It is. We are getting closer and closer to Christmas. Today is the, if you're listening to this when it drops, it is the 26th of October. So it's almost Halloween. Less than two months until Christmas Day. Two months from today will be the day after Christmas. Yikes. And we'll all be crying. Sad. But today we're not. That's right. Today Let's we are happy. Present, folks. Today we are happy. <laughs> um, we got we Danny and I are wearing new merch. We are. I'm so hot right now. Are you hot? It is a little warm. It's yeah. well, we're in Southern California and it is about eighty degrees outside. Dude, what is going on? I don't know. This is why we need need to not live here, Danny. We need to go it move was getting to the cold. cool. And then all of a sudden it was like, mm, yeah. let's give you some 90s. Like last week I was looking at the weather. Now I started looking at the weather for recording days. Sure. Because the thing is the way our office building works where our studio is, is that it's a thermostat, but it's a thermostat for the, every unit yeah. in the building. And so until it hits that temperature and it's locked, I should say this, it's locked behind a box that yeah. we can see from the studio no and we can't get to it. So like until it hits the, you know, ther- the thermostat temperature. Yeah. We're scorching yeah. in here. Like, I'm really toasty right now. It's warm. And but these are also very warm hoodies. I, I was just going to say. These are very warm yeah. hoodies. So if you are <laughs> feeling cold wherever you are, you got to get one of these. So I'm wearing the uh, very fun. They made these shirts for sort of like the Friends, you know, the TV show Friends. Like Ross like, and. Yeah, or they do like, a, uh, you know, the Lakers and they put LeBron and yeah, yeah, yeah. AD and whatever. So now we have Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Common and Q and Donner, Blitzen, and Rudolph. Rudolph. I you know, it. you know what I was tempted to do when we were working on that design what? was to do Blixem instead Ooh, yeah. of Blitzen for like a deep cut or like Donder. Yeah, we did talk about Donder as opposed to Donner. Yeah, or do we? Should we have done like the parenthetical after oh, yeah. the end? So like Donder, but we went for what everybody. Yeah, the classic. Knows. Yeah. It's a great looking hoodie. It is a great hoodie. It's I like kind of punk rock, which I like. Yeah, I like that it. It's a little snug. Yes. Have you noticed that? that like is it the feels way like that a, a hoodie should be. As it should be. I hate baggy hoodies. See, I, I never, I always, uh, I'm a large and I'm barely a large. I'm really probably an extra large, but I fit myself into larges. But usually when I order hoodies, I get mediums. Really? Because I like them to be almost like a little short. Ooh. I don't know why. I think it's the punk rock in me. Is that like, that's how they always wore their hoodies yeah. in like the punk rock bands. was like really tight, almost a little too short in, in the sleeves. and Short sleeves are like the bane of my existence. Like if I if I buy a shirt, yeah, like a long sleeve shirt or a hoodie in this case, and I wash it, and the sleeves just come up a little too high, I will never wear it really ever again. Or I will only wear it with the sleeves pulled up to my elbows. Sure, sure, sure. But these sleeves are they're snug, they're very like, good. They they fit great, good length. Yeah. good length. It feels durable. Obviously, it's keeping us yep. warm. Tell them about your uh, your hoodie. There. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this one. one. This one is for the Swifties, um, really. So it says uh, <coughs> on the hoodie that I'm wearing, it says I'm in my Christmas era. Yes. And I debated when we were designing this. I was like, should it just say in my Christmas era, or does it need to say I'm in my Christmas I era? Like I'm in. And I will admit, I went to Google. To try to figure out what like the generation that's younger than us was saying, I was yeah. like, I looked up. I was like, is it I'm in my Christmas era or, or not Christmas era? Right. But I was like in my era, yeah. and I got conflicting reports, 
And so, I think it looks good. Does it look good? Yeah, it looks great. I think it looks pretty darn slick. Yeah. And people can get these right now. Yeah. On our website. ChristmasCountdownShow.com. It's true. And if you want to get 10% off, we just started a new thing yes. on the website. When the site loads, you just sign up for our mailing list. Yeah, mailing list. And then you get 10% off. 10%? Who doesn't love a discount? And we got a lot of good merch. We're going to so yep. slowly throughout the season be uh, sort of showcasing them, especially yes. if you're watching us on YouTube um, or on the socials, perhaps. Yes. Uh, but we have new designs going up constantly because yeah. we do work with a company that allows us to put a lot of designs up there. So yep. Danny and I, we just did one this morning. Did I send it to you? You, the bright yes. side one? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. I gotta, I have to fix it a little more, but we're doing a, a Star Wars-themed sort of uh, Christmassy. Yeah, because I was, I was working on a caption for a video that I was putting up on our Instagram over the weekend, and I was talking about, like, oh, you've heard of the dark side, but come on over to the merry and bright side. Yep. And so then I text Eric. I was like, can you do... Bright side. Bright side, but, like, Star Wars vibe. So it, if you're good. a Star Wars and a Christmas fan... Yeah. This one is going to be Designed perfect, to be, yes. perfect for you. Anyway, I'm probably going to, these sleeves are probably going to be like up around like my biceps by the end of this. I'm just hot. It is. I'm running warm hot right now. It's warm and the air is not going, as we said. Well, it'll come on eventually. As it were. As it were, I believe. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm glad to be back here. And speaking of things that happened over the weekend or recently, I saw on your social media that you and your family went to a pumpkin patch. We did. We went to Underwood Family Farms, which is... Such a great place if you live in Southern California. It's the best. Um, it's this huge farm, and they have obviously a huge pumpkin patch. They have a big corn maze, which we did, and we actually got separated from our kids in did the corn really? maze. It was a little scary. Like we were to the point where we were doing the full-on parent yell, like with other people around us being like, "Something, <laughs> Miles, where are you?" Were they like, screaming back at you, or were they no, like giggling? They yeah, they, they couldn't hear us. Oh, really? We literally got separated, and it's like full cornstalk height, so like we could not see them. And then eventually, after probably about like seven or eight minutes, which is a pretty long time to not know where your kids yeah. are, um, we heard them. We yelled, and they were like, "Yeah," and we we're like, "Stay where you are." <laughs> They're like sitting over on a bale of hay, hey, <laughs> having a slice of pumpkin pie. Basically, they were. That's they had hysterical. made it to the end, and then we found them at the end, but. But the whole pumpkin patch was great. They do pig races at Underwood Family Farms, yeah. which is my favorite, um, where they race like four pigs and they make them jump over little hurdles and oh, get, so run cute. through the water and stuff. Very fun. And our pig won, which was good. Did he? What, yeah. Did he have a funny he won, name? He won two of three. Okay. So he was definitely the big winner. He did was he? just the yellow pig. Oh, okay. Yeah. They didn't give him like, you know, like no. squeals. Sometimes they do give them like funny like names, but this time they just gave him colors. Oh, okay. That's fun. Don't want to get too attached my, to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and my kids definitely, there was a bunch of chickens. They have goats and chickens and cows and everything. And I was like looking at one of these chickens and I said, I was like, mm, that looks pretty tasty. And Miles was like, daddy, no. And I was like, you like chicken. Don't lie. I made the same joke at my sister's wedding a couple weeks ago. There was like the taco cart guy was there cooking chicken. Yeah. And it was at a farm. Sure. So like everyone's like, oh, what's that over there? And I was like, uh, that would be dinner right, right there. Absolutely. And there was like, come on. I was like. Y'all, it is. It literally is dinner right now. What you, what's anyway, the problem? Yeah. Sorry, vegetarians. But yeah, but it was. Uh, we had a good time, and my brother and uh, my sister-in-law and my niece went. Oh, Waverly? Uh, Waverly, and she was just so adorable, just loving it, and you know, climbing all over stuff and doing the swing. Is she two now? She's. She'll be two in November. Oh, so yeah, gosh. any minute. Yeah. Because she, you became an uncle for the first time on season one. Yeah. Of our show. Yeah. Isn't that wild to think that like... Not for the first time, because my, oh, my, right, right. my Lisa's brother has a daughter. That's right. But it was the first time one of your siblings... Yes, one of my siblings. Had, had a kid. I just, I remember like how exciting that was and getting to celebrate the first Christmas. It was really great, yeah. And now two years later, yeah. life. It is crazy. Time just keeps on slipping. It's great. Yeah. But how fun that we get to sort of be the bearer of yeah. those memories and you guys will talk about that, I'm totally. sure... You know, on her 13th birthday, you'd be like, I remember yeah. when you were climbing on the hay at yeah. Underwood Farms. When you were I got a great picture of her. I never thought to take a picture like this. I was trying to take a picture of Waverly, and she was climbing in all the pumpkins, like in the patch. And usually you would take it sort of straight on, maybe a little bit an angle from the top or from the bottom. But essentially, you're looking out at it. Right. And she happened to be sort of climbing, and she was climbing like right at my feet. And I just took like a completely overhead shot of her. And I said, Waverly, and she looked up. And her like looking up and the way the light landed and the pumpkins all around her, it was oh. actually like a really, really great picture. And I was like, that's like actually kind of a cool way to get a kid picture because kids so often, especially at that young age, are 
they're looking up. And right. so it gives you sort of that memory of like, wow, they were so little. Just yeah. That's amazing. Did you guys take the picture? Speaking of like photos and the kids, yeah. did you see like the like how tall are you this fall? Yeah, thing. Yeah. Did you guys do that? We photo? didn't do that. They did it with Waverly. Okay. Um, you didn't I do it for we, yourself? No, I didn't do it for myself. <laughs> uh, we we probably should have done it with our kids. But yeah. It'd be funny to do a reverse version of that rather than like a kid getting older is like you in your 40s and then go back in your 70s and like you went from six foot to like yeah. five foot yeah. seven. Totally. <laughs> That'd be really, really funny. Yeah. I might start doing that this year because we're going to the same pumpkin patch yeah, yeah. in a couple weeks, weeks, which I'm really, really excited about. Get it, the cheese curds. Should I? Oh, yeah. Okay. Have you had cheese curds before? I've had them in Wisconsin. Yeah. Which is, I know, they'll be like just an appetizer yeah. on the menu in Wisconsin. And they do them like fried or yeah, these are not fried. Oh, are they? I feel like that's the only way to do a cheese curd, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I do like cheese curds that are just the cheese. Mm. Um, I actually just at the store got a thing of cheese curds that were dill pickle Ooh. flavored. So I'm excited. I haven't opened them up yet. But. That's got to be a Trader Joe's thing. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Trader Joe's is like, famous for that for like, that kind of you could go to Vaughn's and get or ralph's or wherever you shop yeah. get some cheese curds but when you go to trader joe's those are the good ones they get cheese curds we're like well we've got pumpkin flavor garlic right. flavor yeah. uh you know sriracha flavor yeah. all that sort of stuff which is one of the things i love most about I love trader, trader joe's. joe's they're the best um parking, not so much but oh my gosh parking at every trader joe's is just always terrible it's literally the worst yeah. Why can't they figure that out? I got a good one in Pasadena. Nice big okay. open parking lot. Oh, do you? There's a big parking lot there? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to trunch trunch out there. I like how the trunch? hollow... Is that a word? Trunch? Trek. Trek. I think I was trying to say trek, and I said <laughs> trunch. We'll trunch on out there. But trudge. Trudge. Maybe that's where I was... Yeah. Muddy Pasadena. Yeah, Let's yeah. go <laughs> trudge, trudge our way out yeah. there. Um, well, speaking of like pumpkins and fall things, I had this idea, Eric, you know, mm. because this episode is coming out... Five days before Halloween. Yes. There might be some people out there who are like, oh, crap. I've got a two-year-old or whatever. Life's gotten away from me. I don't have a, a Halloween costume sure. idea. Or maybe they're just like us. They're not huge Halloween fans, but they want to bring a little bit of the Christmas spirit yeah. to spooky season. Get people ready. I was thinking maybe you and I could just like share a few suggestions. Maybe like do like an impromptu top three I like it. Christmas-themed Halloween costumes list. I love it. Are you on board? I'm on board. All right. You want to go um, first? Sure, I'll go first. Okay. Also, I have to say, my daughter, her Halloween costume just came in the other day, and she's being a reindeer. That's so so she is, she's doing this trend. Um, okay, this first one is a very fun idea. It's an interesting how you would put this together, but essentially, this person is going as a mantle, like a <laughs> fireplace mantle. Like we sort of have here in our studio. Like we yeah. have here. So basically, she's wearing a hoodie that she has painted bricks across like the top of her chest and along her arm. Oh, that's so smart. So that if she puts her arms out, she is like the mantelpiece. Is and it a brown like, hoodie or what? Yeah, and oh, then okay. like on her belly, she has flames. So yes. it's like that that's the flames and then she's hung like stockings and little Christmas <laughs> cards and tinsel all along her arms and across her across her chest. So she really does truly look like a uh, a mantelpiece. Oh, that's that's a pretty good one. Right, so There's a bunch of people that have done it. So that's your number three? Yeah, that's my number All right, that's a strong number three. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do one. This one sort of hit me the other day. I was like, this would be really, really funny if somebody did this. Is go as a trash bag, mm -hmm. a big trash bag, but have spilling out of the top of the trash bag Christmas wrapping paper. Oh, that's good. Wouldn't that be super fun? That's good. You could do it as a couple and you could have the dad, the man, because dads always do this, have yeah. the man just be dressed in like Christmas pajamas. Yes. And then have the wife be the bag or whatever, or the partner, or whatever. Yeah. And the she's constantly dropping like wrapping paper on the ground. And he's, and he's picking constantly it picking yes. it up and putting it back oh, into I love her it. trash bag. And he's got a couple extra bags couple, in, yeah, in just his just back in pocket. Case, yeah, ready to go. See, that's fun. Then you make it a tandem yeah. sort of situation. So that would be now how you're, maybe you'd have to do your legs. I don't know how you decorate your legs so it doesn't yeah. look like a bag. Maybe you'd. I don't wrap some wrapping paper around sure. your legs so it's yeah. like wrapping paper that's still on the ground sure, yeah, yeah. around the bag. Yeah. Might be kind oh, of fun. It could even look like a roll of wrapping paper. 
Ooh, and your legs. That's really yeah, yes. Wrapping paper rolls. That's brilliant. That's pretty. I love good. that idea. All right, that's my number three. I like that. You know, this. I'm not using this as one because it's not really Christmassy. But uh, there was a guy in my fraternity that went as leftovers one year for Halloween, and he just wrapped himself in tinfoil, and that's then he just brilliant. wrote leftovers like on in scotch tape, like over his chest. I went to this like costume carnival once, and there was a group of like eight people that went as like a dinner table, and all of their heads were like poking out of the plates and they were all different dishes types of food that's kind of like cool. they, but they, they had to stay together they had they to stay together because there was like a full-on like tablecloth over it <laughs> and like they had like drink cups like you know glued yeah. to the table i was like that's amazing but also you got to really commit that's to that hard. thing because yeah. if if you pop your head out of that and you're just walking around with like a turkey on your face yeah. people don't really they're like why you got a turkey face yeah so i thought that was pretty pretty um, impressive all right danny you're gonna like this next one okay uh you go as clark Griswold. But now here's how you do it. You get yourself a flannel shirt. You get yourself a vest. Yes. Maybe a, a Chicago Bears hat if you got it. And then you take some Christmas lights and you just <laughs> bung, bungee them all together in a huge mass. And then you just carry that around and kind of go, <laughs> and you just great. mess with the Christmas lights. Amazing. Pretty or, easy to do. Or audible on that, you get a chainsaw. Sure. You could do that. And too. you walk around and you just say, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> That's what you say to everybody all night long. Right. Uh, that's a great one. Um, all right. Next, I am going to go with, okay, say you're a group of friends, right? Uh, you're two besties or maybe you're two like parents and you got one kid. Sure. Go as the Christmas version of Alvin and the Chipmunks. That could be fun. So you do like a red shirt for Alvin with like a red hat yeah. you know, with his hair sort of coming out. But if you're Alvin, you got to have a hula hoop. Wish I had a hula hoop. Um, and then I don't know if it's Simon or Theodore who's like want a plane that loops the loop. Yep. So the other one could have like a plane. They wear the green shirt and then you've got the other person in like a blue shirt. But they got to be like the really, really long yeah. shirts that go down. Ankle length. I don't know where you buy those. Yeah. Where do you buy those? I mean, that's like an old school sleep shirt that like Scrooge would wear. Do you remember when like having sleep shirts, like shirts that you only wore to sleep in? Like my son. I mean, he has pajamas that and I'm like... Sometimes it's really hot, and I'm like, do you want to just, like, take your shirt off? You can sleep it's just your bare chest. And he's like, no, I, I must be wearing a shirt. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, son, you're okay. Like, you can have your shirt off when you sleep if it's hot. But a sleep shirt always had to be really big. Yeah, yeah, It needed to be, like, a double XL sort of situation, and you would wash it so frequently that, they, like, the print would get faded on it. It was so soft. Uh, let's bring sleep shirts back. I like that. So that's my number two, Alvin in the the chipmunks, but the Christmas version. I like that. Uh, for number one, for me, this is a good one and easy to do. Hmm. You get yourself a green shirt, okay, like a forest green shirt, and then you take tinsel and you wrap it all around your body oh, from starting yeah. at your waist going up to about your chest. Now the best part of this costume is you then wrap it also around your arms. And when you're standing, it just looks like you kind of are wrapped in tinsel. <laughs> but if you put your hands up above you, like you're making like a church steeple kind yes. of position, and then you hold a little star, then it will look like you're completely wrapped in your Christmas tree. Oh, it's pretty good. And easy that's to do. brilliant. See, this is what we're giving is like super easy ideas. Yeah. Because like you can go to the store and get tinsel. You might have some in your garage. Sure. You've probably got a green shirt somewhere. Yeah. Throw on some brown pants. Boom. Boom, you're a Christmas tree. Yeah, and if you really want to go the extra mile, grab some like needles from a local uh, like park, mm -hmm. and as you walk around through the night, Toss sprinkle your... Yep. Yeah, Everywhere exactly. you go. And then carry a water bucket. You're like, oh, I need some water. Yeah. Anyway, you, I'm workshopping as we're yeah. going here. All right, so that that's a great one. All right, my last one. Oh, this is so hard. I got to go... I got to go with the little Nero pizza delivery guy. Oh, that's a good one. I, cause you know, you can go online now, like shops like Etsy and all these places and you can get like the actual like, Same, like jacket, satin jacket. Yeah. And if you're like me and you have a good friend like Eric who gifted you the little Nero's pizza hat. And that gift only took a year to give. To it you. only took a year to get to me. Um, Etsy is usually a little faster. I will let you know. Um, but it's super easy. You could probably hop on Etsy or some online shop today Order it, get your jacket, yep. get your hat, and then go to like a local pizza shop, get a pizza box. Yeah. Maybe if you're really dedicated, go steal a lawn ornament from somebody's house. Just keep knocking And over. just keep knocking it, it down. I mean, it's about this size. It you could go and size. get like one of these like plastic 
Santas or something like that, and then you just keep setting it like a foot in front of you yes. and then walk into it and knock it over. Yeah. And then take two more steps <laughs> and then walk into it and knock it over. You just keep doing that the whole night. Maybe like get like a cardboard box and make like a red car around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's then good. just keep crashing. And I think you got to get one of those like blonde, like surfer guy wigs because yeah. he kind of had like long hair. It was like, hey, man, I'm just like, around for yeah. the holidays. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, uh, you know, one of my favorite fun facts is about him no. in that movie is i always like to ask people do you remember how much all those pizzas cost like 83 dollars or something like that 122.50 because he says it to like three different he goes that'll be 122.50 Ooh, uncle frank goes ah it's my it's my brother's place yeah, i'll yeah, take yeah, care yeah. of it don't worry frank we've got cash <laughs> <laughs> anyway those are our top three yeah. well i guess six now suggestions yeah. if you wanted to bring a little christmas spirit to halloween this year yeah that's how you could do it. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, Eric, like it or not, spooky season is here. It, it is, is upon us. And, you know, there's a new movie that's coming out on Hallmark Channel mm -hmm. this Saturday night, which kind of feels like it's got some spooky vibes to it, at least in the title. Okay. The title of the film is Mystic Christmas. Yeah, I know, right? Now, Mystic is the name of the town that, oh, okay. that these people are from. Um, but there's something that they do in this movie that like really stood out to me when I was watching. You know, it's a great story about Juniper and Sawyer, and obviously love is at, at the heart of this. I don't want to spoil too much, but there's this game that Juniper and Sawyer play repeatedly throughout the film okay. called the questions game. Oh, and I thought okay. you and I could do our own version of the questions game. Okay. Here like on, on our show. But we're going to do Christmas edition. Sure, of course. Obviously. Because we they were like talking about like, you could have a roommate and it's anybody in the world. Sure, sure. But let's make ours Christmas specific. A Christmas roommate. Exactly. A okay. Christmas mate. That's a Christmate. Christmate? Uh, a Christmas roommate, I think. <laughs> it works best. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'll start off. Okay. My first question for you is actually going to be, uh, if you had to be a roommate with uh -huh. any Christmas movie character, who would you choose and why? Uh, you know, I think I'm going to go with Yukon Cornelius Whoa, from Rudolph really? because I feel like he's a doer. He gets things done. He handles problems. He's like very optimistic, right? So anything, if you were like, oh man, I don't know if I should take out the trash, Yukon Cornelius would be like, I'll do it. And he's like, he would just, he's such a like go-getter. And I feel like he's on vacation or a working vacation yeah. all the time doing explorations around the the world in right. the arctic uh so i'd have the place to myself a lot that's that's a good point so uh i'm gonna go yukon cornelius i i worry about the drains the drains with all his hair oh, and yeah. his beard he, you know i think he keeps it it's tight but what about when he like takes a shower like you don't think it's gonna get like down into the he's, drain he's probably a hairy guy but i think he's gonna be the one to clean it oh well, that's he, a good he point. He cleans up after himself. That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. I did not see that one coming. That's yeah. a good selection. Who would you have as a Christmas roommate? Oh, my gosh. I think that's a tough one. I mean, I feel like I would want... Mm, I wanted, I was going to go Buddy the Elf, but then I thought that'd just be too much noise. That's like, a lot. all the time. A lot yeah. of noise with Buddy the Elf. I think... I feel like I would go with Chris Kringle from Miracle on 34th Street. The 47 version or the 1993? I'm going to go Richard Attenborough. Okay, sure. Yeah, I, I just, he's very mild-mannered. He feels like he he's a pretty neat guy. Um, he feels like he's super active. Feels like he's very respectable, like, you know, and respectful of yeah. other people's things. Like, I feel like he wouldn't, like, go and drink my almond milk, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like he'd be like, okay. And he's not going to erase the DVR. No, he, he would be like, okay, and uh, the right side of the refrigerator, those will be my items, and the left side of yeah. the refrigerator will be <laughs> yes. your items. And yes. it would just be very easy, organized living that's not too loud, that's super calm and chill, which is, I think, what you want when you go home. I like that. So I'm going to go with Chris Kringle from Miracle on 34th Street. Okay, I got a question for you. Yeah. Um, if you could have one superpower that you would use for Christmas, oh my gosh, what would it be? So you have to use this superpower in some way, either to make your Christmas better or those around you. Right. But you, you have to use this superpower to ace Christmas. <laughs> to ace Christmas. Yeah. I like that word choice. I'm between two. Okay. Immediately I thought Spider-Man mm. to be able to like. Not have to for like, cleaning up like the wrapping paper. That's on one Christmas way you morning. could use it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Boom! Everything right into the bag. Up straight into the bag. Straight into the trash. Love that. But what I was thinking of is like rather than having to like maybe staple or like attach all the oh, lights to the gutters on the roof, yeah. and like you could get things like super high. He'd like throw the light string up in the air. <laughs> Boom! All your lights are up. I thought that would be really really, that is really cool. 
But then Superman can fly. Sure. And you're like, oh, how are we going to decorate that really tall tree that would look awesome with lights? Yeah. I'll fly like sure. Superman. But Spider-Man uh, could get up there. He could. So yeah. I think, yeah, I'm going to go Spider-Man. I you're think... looking for activity help. And he can do a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to go Spider-Man. What about you? Um, I think he's not my favorite uh, superhero, but I think for the, the purposes of this question, yeah. I might go Doctor Strange. Ooh. Because he does the sort of like, you know, can transport to wherever in the world oh. or in time. And so the idea of like, if my kid was like, oh, man, I wish I could see what a Tickle Me Elmo looked like. You know, I'd be like, let's go back to 1987, yeah. you know, or whatever it was. So I think uh, for the ability to get gifts from any time or place. Yeah. So nothing would ever be sold out. Okay. Right. You know, there's nothing that you're like, oh, man, they sold out. I couldn't get it. Right. <laughs> um, you never have that issue. You could also, uh, you could bring people back to their childhood Christmas, oh, that's like because he does a lot of time travel stuff. So I think I'd go Doctor Strange for that's a great pick, a superhero. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. One last question. Okay, here we go. We are we are basically the Juniper and Sawyer of this podcast okay. here today. Um, so you can only eat one Christmas food for the rest of your stuffing. life. Stuffing. Wow. <laughs> stuffing. Done. Stuffing done. There's no reason for every meal, every meal, lunch, dinner, every single meal. I I've said it before and I stick to that. I would eat stuffing for every single meal of the rest of my life. I think you're on to something. And I think I may have the same answer as you, because if it's the right kind of stuffing, the good getting vegetables. Yeah, you're getting carbs, get some meat and you're getting some sausage. Boom. And there. And if you're like my wife. You're getting fruit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're even getting some apples in there. So you're getting fruits, veggies, yeah. meats, carbs. Why we are not Complete just meal. doing that already, I don't know. So I'm I'm gonna align with you on that one. Oh, okay. I'm going stuffing. But yeah, what I loved, you know, when watching Mr. Christmas was this question game that they played, and and to see the way that like Sawyer and Juniper, the way that their relationship, would you sort of learn about how they originally got to know each other. And now they're sort of like reconnected and trying to figure out like, do they still have this flame going? Don't they have the flame going? Um, it, a lot of it played out in these sort of question game moments throughout the film, which I know everyone's going to be excited to see when it comes out. So this movie, Eric, has got everything. It's got love, which we love. It's got a really cool sort of small, quaint town in Connecticut that's on the water. It's got really friendly neighbors. And honestly, probably my favorite aspect of it, animals. Oh, Yes, they have got this seal, Peppermint, um, who is being rehabbed. And this is, honestly, this is probably the most dramatic part of the film. I don't want to give away too much, but, like, I get super invested in Peppermint, okay? And I think you all are going to get invested in Peppermint um, as well. So if you want to learn what this is all about, the question games... Peppermint, The Seal, Patty Mirren and the gang. You're going to want to make sure you check out Mystic Christmas, which is premiering this Saturday at 8, 7 Central. That's October 28th, featuring Jesse Schramm, Chandler Massey, and Patty Mirren. Make sure you check it out only on Hallmark Channel. That is going to be so fun. Yes. Uh, we are about to do the countdown. Yes. But let's squeeze in one little game. Yeah? People love games. We love the games. Chris told us that he has a game today. So, Chris, what are we playing today? We are going to be playing a game that I like to call... Christmas taboo, which, as we know, is the sweetest of taboos. <laughs> the way it works is, I, nice. I love Preston. I'll pre- one more time. I, listen, more I time. like that song. Shade out there, if any, any fans. Oh, anyway, I sent the fellows a list of Christmas-centric stuff. They'll have to give clues to each other to get them to guess the items on their lists, but to make it fun. I also mm. gave them lists of taboo words that they can't use in their mm. descriptions. So let's see how it goes. It's going to be fun. It's good. Who's starting now? Are we doing it like where Eric does one, I do one, or am I going to do all of mine at once and Eric will do all you of his? You can go back and forth probably. Sure. Yeah. Okay. We'll go back and forth. Okay, yeah. cool. Do you want to kick us off? Sure, I'll go start. Right, here we I'll go. start here. Okay. Um, all right. This is something that you would find uh, hanging. Uh, and Mistletoe. Uh, no. It, uh, you'd like to listen to it. Uh, we use it a jingle lot bell. of time. Yes, Jingle Bell. Woo! Okay. I was getting nervous there. That's good. Okay. There's no timer, right? We just like, whatever we get it, we get yeah. it. Okay. All right. Next up for me. All right. Um, here we go. Red Nose. Rudolph. The Red Nose Reindeer. Will we accept that, Chris? Uh, the Animal. Reindeer. Yeah! Reindeer. There we go. Okay, I see. <laughs> reindeer. There we go. Um, okay. Here you go, Danny. These are people... That would be elves um, collected 
together. Uh, and Christmas they would be carolers. Yes. Carolers. Ooh. Got it. Carolers. Good job. All right. You're doing great at this. All right. Uh, okay. Green. Christmas tree. Yes. That's good. <laughs> um, okay. This is something that you eat usually uh, pumpkin pie at Christmas time. Fruitcake. Or you might hang it on a tree. Or you might hang it on a tree. Oh, popcorn. You might hang it on a tree. Might hang it on a tree. Yep. Is you might hang it on a tree, or <laughs> it might hang on your tree right there. Oh, candy cane! Candy cane! I was like, there was a raccoon behind you, a bell. We eat raccoons. At I was like, Eric, what are you trying to reveal to me right now? It's a delicious Christmas tree. You know the Christmas raccoon. Everyone knows. Everybody eats Christmas raccoon. Wait, do you call it a raccoon? Raccoon. Not always, but oh. I say it as, as a funny way. Oh, okay, because that's how Zach Galifianakis says it. Raccoon. A raccoon. I was like, I hope that's the way you say it. Uh, a whipped right, raccoon. Next? Uh, next up for me, okay. Dessert. Okay. Uh, can be shaped like, dang it. Uh-oh. Can't say that. No, I didn't, oh, okay. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Um, Christmas cookies. A type of? Cookie, a type of cookie. Mm-hmm. Uh Snickerdoodle? You could all... Dang it. Um, you... <laughs> I... <laughs> uh, you can decorate it? A Christmas cookie? It has different shapes that you would decorate it in. Like making Christmas cookies? Cookie cutters? It's a type of item that gets made into different shapes at the holiday season and decorated. Reese's peanut butter cup? Shrek. An onion? Wait. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> Gingerbread man. It's gingerbread. Yes. Gingerbread. <laughs> there we go. Well, I couldn't say man. I couldn't say house. I couldn't say cookie. Could you say gumdrop buttons? I, that was going to be my next thing. <laughs> I love it. Not the gumdrop buttons. <laughs> so good. Yeah. All right, Danny. This one is something that you would consume mm-hmm. uh, and you would pour it down your throat. I was um, about to say gravy until you said that. Um, <laughs> it's usually white. Um, oh, eggnog. Eggnog, yes. Nice. Okay. Boom. All right. Here we go. Um, something that you would wear when your feet are very cold? Pajamas? Footy pajamas. Socks. Uh, the, the Boston baseball team was originally called the... Red Sox. Which was short... Socks is short for S-O-X. I can say that. Okay. <laughs> for socks? I don't know. Is short for something else? It's short for something else, I yeah. I had no idea. But what is their logo? It's a red sock. A Old stocking? St- yes! A stocking. There we go. They originally okay. were called the red stockings. I didn't know that. Yeah. There you go. Very Deep cool. cut for all you sports fans out there. Um, all right. I got one more for you, Dan. Okay. Uh, this is something that you would hang on a wall... And it is round and... A wreath? Yes. Okay. A wreath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very good. Very I was good. like, on a wall. Yeah. Well, I guess we hang it. Yeah. yeah hang I it. like it. Okay, last one. Here we go. Uh. <laughs> this must be hard. Oh, by gosh, by golly, it's time for... Mistletoe and holly. <laughs> Boom. Chris you is like, eh. All right. <laughs> Did that one work? Yeah, for sure. Was it mistletoe or mistletoe and It was mistletoe. I was going to go blank and holly. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Because holly was not one that That I couldn't say. I like that. That was a fun game. The taboo words that you put in there, Chris, made made that challenging. Yeah. I love it. I always get hot when we play these. The pressure's on. It's a pressure cooker in here. It is a pressure cooker. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, let's get to the countdown, yeah? Let's do it. Sweet. All righty, folks. We are doing the top 10 Christmas movie characters, five through one. Yes. Uh, we will remind you of what we did uh, on last episode. I had Sybil Stone from The Family Stone at 10, Natalie from Love Actually at 9, Santa from Miracle on 34th Street at 8, 
Ralphie Parker at number seven and the conductor from Polar Express at number six. Love that list. And number five, I'm going with somebody who's just so full of joy, so full of happiness. And that's going to be Phil Davis, played by the great Danny Kaye in oh, White Christmas. Oh, nicely done. Just, he was so filled with like energy and enthusiasm yeah. and like go get ness and like <laughs> the way that he just pulls Bing Crosby along begrudgingly through this whole adventure that they go on. And he just has endless optimism, which yeah. I find incredibly inspiring and aspirational. And I just think, you know, there's so many great moments that he has, whether it's, you know, dancing on the dock or when he does the weird sort of like jazzy, you know, black turtleneck kind of bebop, oh, kind yes, of, you yes, know, yes, the yes. weird dance that he does like halfway <laughs> through the thing, um, the sort of beat poet kind of vibe. Uh, but yeah, Phil Davis in White Christmas is so good. It's a classic movie. Uh, and I just think that his performance in that is it feels so perfect for Christmas because it is that optimism, that hope that sort of always looking for the bright side of, of things that he really uh, leans into. And so that's why I'm going with Phil Davis from White Christmas for number five. Do you feel like Danny Kaye was maybe one of the more underrated yes. performers of that generation? Yeah, because he did a lot and he was super talented, but somehow he's not mentioned with like Bing Crosby and Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin and, you know, all of the sort of like, I think if you really go into a deep dive, if you were listing like the top 20 actors of that generation, he would be on that list. Yeah. But he doesn't ever seem to be in like the top five or 10. Because he had a movie, was it called The Court Jester? Was, didn't he do a movie called The Court Jester? Yeah. I feel like I've seen like clips. Like yeah. he could sing, yeah. he could dance. You know, it always yeah. felt, yeah, it almost felt like he was always sort of like the the sidekick. But I yeah. think in The Court Jester, that was when he had like yeah. a, a starring role. So if you haven't done a deep dive into Danny Kaye, yeah. um, I always thought growing up that I was named after him. Yeah, he told me that. But I don't think that was actually but you can go with it. the case. But you know what the irony of it is? Did I tell you what my grandfather originally wanted to name my dad? And then I became Danny Jr.? No, what? Bing. He wanted to name wow, him Bing. Wow. So you could be that hosting this good. show with... Bing Jr. Over that would have been good. That would have been good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad that he chose Danny. You could go back and change it if you want. I'm going to stick with, uh, with where <laughs> gonna I'm going to go at. with Danny. I'm going to stick with Danny. Yeah, I, I like the way it rolls. Great selection. Number 10. Uh, all right. So recapping. Or sorry. Let me do that again. Great selection. Love your number five. Danny K. So, so great. Uh, all right. So recapping my 10 through 6. At number 10, I had the conductor from Polar Express. At number 9, I had Ebenezer Scrooge. At number eight, I had Cindy Lou Who. Mm -hmm. uh, at number seven, Scott Calvin, otherwise known as Santa Claus or Tupper. Uh, and then number six, Klaus from the movie. Klaus played by J.K. Simmons. Uh, number five, I got to go with Jim Carrey's Grinch. It's a good one. It's so, so good. Um, we've talked about this movie on the show before, and I just think that the way that Jim Carrey played the Grinch was perfect yeah like i think i posed the question before when we talked about it, it like who else like who was a prominent actor of that time could have played that character and played it so incredibly well maybe a mike myers maybe maybe but, maybe but mike myers i don't yeah. think it would be as good yeah because mike myers was the cat in the hat yeah. so like i i just feel like for all the different faces that the Grinch yeah. makes, all the different voices that Jim Carrey sort the of physicality brought it, yeah. to life, the physicality of it, the commitment to yeah. the silliness, but also the ability to tap into the heart. Yeah. You know, I think that's one thing when we think about Jim Carrey's career. So often we think about Dumb and Dumber, we think of Ace Ventura, yeah, Liar, stuff. Liar, Truman Show, like the humor stuff. But like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, yeah. he goes real deep. Yeah. In that film, and I think he is just one of those actors that is able to to do the mathematics of comedy and to do the physicality, but also to pull it back and to tap into the emotion yeah. of a human being. He's, I don't know if you've followed him much recently, but he sort of is like kind of retiring from acting. Yeah. Um, he occasionally will do a project here or there, but he's big into painting now and also religion he's found faith and yeah he, he's a very like interesting guy in the, his way of talking about what fame is mm -hmm. and what 
we all, even if we're not famous, we all like put on masks and yes. try to be a type of person for other people. And he's like really into this sort of like stripping that away and getting to our true selves and really honoring yeah. who we were made to be. And he's very like philosophical now. Mm. You know, yeah, he's, yeah, he has yeah. a very deep sort of curiosity about life right now, which is very different from his early days of just right. over the top, you know, hello there, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's so interesting. He had this quote that he shared, I guess, I don't know if it was from like a guru or somebody that he'd met with where he was talking about like depression. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, it's deep rest. He goes, when you think about like being depressed, he goes, you know, we he, talking about the masks, right? That we all sort of put on and like these characters that we try to play. And he brought it back to himself is that like, he, he has that line where he goes, he said, he goes, I was playing Jim Carrey and it was a role I was honored right. to sort of receive or whatever he's talking about. And it, and it's so beautifully said is that, especially nowadays where we're so concerned about what people think about us all the time, you know, to just embrace who you genuinely are and don't be worried about what other people exactly. think about you, um, you know, or expect out of you. So yeah, I just, and I, and I think his performance in the Grinch is, is brilliant. And again, just the arc that, you know, the Grinch sort of goes on where you get to know who he was, you know, in the live action version as a child and you understand like the trauma that he sort of went through and why he became who he became. But then when that love is shown to him, how he matches yeah. that love is so, so beautiful. So that's going to be my number five. Love it. Great choice. Uh, my number four is going to be Bob Cratchit. Bob Cratchit. Now you could say from which uh, Christmas Carol. Right. I'm going Mickey Christmas Carol. Ooh, okay. So that's Mickey Mouse yep. as Bob Cratchit with Tiny Tim and Minnie in the house and they're cutting up the little bean because that's all they have to eat yes. is like one lima bean or something like that. I just, I love Christmas Carol as a story. Um, there's so many great versions of it. The Mickey one is my personal favorite. Um, and I just love the way that that feels like classic Mickey Mouse. Mm. And like Mickey Mouse to me, we talked on the last show about Tom Hanks, you know, and how he just is right. like, just that every man that we all can just sort of like see ourselves as. I feel like that's Mickey in this role. Mm. You know, Scrooge is, we're kind of like watching his story, but we feel like we're the Mickey. Yeah. Who's like sort of forced to work really hard and is just trying to provide for his family. Right. And, and tries to do his job and is very cold. And can we throw one more coal on the fire? <laughs> and he's like, not today. Um, I, I love Bob Cratchit. Uh, so I'm going Mickey as Bob Cratchit in Mickey Christmas Carol. But I'm going to give you a little caveat. Okay. I don't know if we've talked about this before. Have we talked about the um, play that goes wrong and that whole group and how they have a Christmas Carol version? I I know we've talked about them as a as, as a company, okay. but I don't know if we've ever talked about that. So, version. if uh, if you never heard, there was a play on Broadway that was called "The Play Goes Wrong," um, play that goes wrong, and it was by this group called Mischief Theater that's right. out of England, and they have an entire they have a TV show that you can get on Amazon Prime. And they have um, a bunch of like longer full shows that you can get, I think, on iTunes. Um, they basically do theater shows as a fake acting troupe and everything goes wrong. People forget their lines. People get glued to the scenery. Like the lights are falling down and yes. hitting people. It's very farcical and very fun. And they have a Christmas Carol version that is so good. And I think it's the guy that's playing Bob Cratchit in that he has no idea what his lines are. And so they've written his lines all around the set. And so he'll sort of like be looking at you, but then he's reading the door and then he'll read what the line is on the door and then they'll close the door and he can see the second half of his line. <laughs> it's very, very funny. So if you've not checked out uh, Play That Goes Wrong, but the Christmas Carol version, you you got to check oh, it out. It's so good. very, very funny. So, so good. I got to check that out because I saw the Play That Goes Wrong on Broadway and I, I didn't get to see the Peter Pan one that they did here recently, but... I literally, I think I saw it five times on Broadway and cause the show would start like the moment you walked yeah. into the theater yeah. and it was like, sometimes slapstick can get a little exhausting, but the way they ride it, they do it so good. it's so brilliantly done. So definitely check that out. Um, well, Eric, for the first time this season, you and I have the same selection in the, in the same, same spot? exact spot. I have Bob Cratchit yes. at number four on my list. What you were saying when you were talking about your why behind Bob and what he sort of represents is it's something that I agree with 100%. Like, is Bob is so many of us yeah. who are like just trying to get by and we've got like family stuff going on at home and maybe though we don't like our boss or we don't like our job or whatever it is, 
we love our family more than we dislike the place that we're going to. And so we want to be there for those people. I love, I love Bob because he is so committed to his family. I think Bob Cratchit feels like the ultimate family person, you know, like he goes and puts up with Scrooge and all this business because he knows that that's what he has to do to ensure that tiny Tim and all the kids and his wife are taken care of. And and what I love about Bob is that he never badmouths Scrooge. Yeah. He above anyone else has every reason yeah. to hate on this guy. Yeah. And I feel like he finds the gratitude in it that like, at least I am employed. Yep. At least I have somebody that pays me to go to work and that we're taking care of and we have a roof over our heads. Like I think Bob, you could look at him as like, you could feel bad for Bob. You could pity Bob. Or you could look at Bob and be inspired by him, I think, and the level of gratitude that he is able to have and the way that he shows up for those that he loves and the way he sort of like sacrifices maybe his own joy at times to ensure that the people he loves are taken care of. And he's not like punitive to Scrooge when Scrooge makes his right. turn, you know? He's not like, well, no, you've been a jerk the whole time. He accepts him in and he says, all right, come on, let's go have dinner. Together. Have dinner at our at our place. Like, he just immediately welcomes him in. It's like matching love for yeah. love. I love Bob Cratchit. I think he's the type of person we could all just take some notes from. Absolutely. I love that. Uh, I can't believe we had the same one in the same spot. That's good. It's pretty good. Um, all right, my number three. Ooh, this is so good. So good. This is going to be a Santa. Okay. And there's so many Santas to choose from. Yeah. But I'm going with Christmas Chronicles Santa, played Ooh. by Kurt Russell, is so good. I I know I've talked about it in previous seasons, but if you have not watched Christmas Chronicles, get on it, people. <laughs> it is so good. The second one is also good, but the first one is Chef's Kiss. Yeah. So good. It's so it's original. It doesn't feel like a lot of Christmas movies do have a similar theme and they can kind of, you can kind of see where they're going. This one feels like a new type of story. There's adventure in it. If you're, if you have young kids that aren't like young, young, but are like maybe my kids age where they're preteen ish. Yeah. They're like, I don't want to watch that. And like, trust me, it has action and adventure. And Kurt Russell plays Santa in such a great, magnificent um heroic mm. unexpected way he's he does not have i mean there's he sort of makes a whole point of how he doesn't say ho 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 yes and like they're like come on say it and he's like i don't say that but then he says it one time which is <laughs> very cool um and he has this great sort of knowing magic and similarly how we talked about how the conductor from polar express like doesn't spoon feed it to mm. doesn't spoon feed the lesson to the protagonist right he does that same thing where he doesn't tell these kids that he's on this adventure with what to think, but he puts the right things in front of them mm. for them to realize the lesson and, and learn the lesson. So uh, his costume is so great. He's got that kind of like, he's not fat. He's sort of just regular man, but he's got like this red leather kind of like trench it's coat so thing. It's so sick. Yeah. And he's got this awesome hat where it's like dangles like almost down to his waist. Mm. It's like super long. It's just so awesome. It's a great movie. The sleigh is so cool. There's a great cameo at the end of the first one. Um, so, yeah, I'm going with Santa, played by Kurt Russell, Christmas Chronicles, as my number three. Why do you think we're having, like, so many people who maybe aren't willing to jump on the Christmas Chronicles bandwagon? I think because it is a newer movie mm. and people just assume... Well, it's not going to feel uh, – at Christmas, I want to watch the classics. I want to watch, you know, White Christmas and Elf and, like, right. you know, National Lampoons. Those that we think are, like, our favorites, and there's nothing wrong with those. But there are great ones like Klaus and, like, this one. Like, yeah. there are new good Christmas movies being made. Do you think it's because they didn't come out in the theater? And Probably we don't, a little bit. And, like, there's that, there's that nostalgia of, like, it's the holiday season sure, and this new movie the theater, and the only yeah. place you can go – Yeah is to the movie theater and like it's decked out for the holidays. It's just a, it's a vibe, you know, maybe because Klaus, another streamer. So I don't know. I asked, I wonder those things sort of all the time. I wonder if they were to release it in the theater, if it would help. Uh, I mean, sometimes they release some of their stuff in theaters just for Oscar contention. Oh, okay. So they like release it for like a weekend in the theater. So then it can say that it had a theatrical release. Yeah. Okay. Tricky. Well, it's a great one, regardless. Good. Good people one. need to check it out and get on that bandwagon. Yeah. Uh, all right. 
So number three for me, I am shocked that I have this at number three. Oof. I think most people would expect me to put this at number one. Sure, yeah. Do you think you know who it is? I'm guessing it's something from Home Alone. Yeah. Uh, it could be Kevin McAllister. It is Kevin McAllister. Kevin McAllister, yeah. This was hard. This top three yeah. could have gone one of three ways. Sure. Usually it's one of two ways here. Is one of three ways. Okay. Uh, I almost feel like I could have just made one, one A, you know, one A, one B, one C sure, sort yeah. of situation. Uh, I just, what I love about Kevin is Kevin loves Christmas. Like Kevin is, I feel like on the level of obsession with Christmas that we are, right? Yeah. I also love that like Kevin, you know, a lot of times, you know, I'm not the youngest, I'm the oldest, but I feel like a lot of times the youngest like feels like everyone's sort of like your voice doesn't matter. And like, maybe you sort of like pull back as a result of that. Kevin gets louder. Yeah. You know, I love that Kevin has this fighting spirit. I love that Kevin loves his family so, so much. Like, and you, and you see that as, as the film unfolds where he's sleeping with like the family portrait yeah. in the room and he's deck, he's doing all the things that they would have done if they were all there. And, and all he wants in the end is for his family yeah. to be back home with them. And I just love the way that Kevin defends his home. Yeah. Very resourceful. Very resourceful. He's a smart kid. He sort of like makes me think of Batman. Yeah. Who's like my favorite superhero, like doesn't have like like super strength or like super fast. It's just like someone who uses their brain. Yeah. And I love that Kevin does that in an effort to protect his home and to protect this safe space that he lives in with his family. And he's just, he kicks, he kicks butt. How old do you think he is? The character in that movie? I think eight. Eight. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. feels like that's crazy to think of miles. Miles is eight right now. Yeah. And to think of miles like defending our home. By himself. Right. <laughs> Seems crazy, but that's why that movie's so great. I just think kids are smarter and stronger and more resourceful than we give them credit for sometimes. And Kevin clearly proves that. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's my number three. Kevin I McAllister. love it. I love it. That's very good. Um, I, I will say I wanted to put some home loan people on this list, but I figured that you would have it covered. Uh, I got you. So, yeah. so I didn't I didn't have them. <laughs> but I but I do love them. Um, all right, my number two also could be number one. So good. And that's going to be George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life. Just played by the great Jimmy Stewart. We've talked about this movie a lot over the last couple of seasons. It is just, it means so much to me personally. The story means so much to me. The watching of it is so uh, traditional for me now of like when I'm staying up late and wrapping those last few presents, I always watch It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve every single year. And even if I'm by myself or if me and Lisa are watching it together and we're wrapping those last few presents and it feels like Christmas Eve, his performance. I mean, Jimmy Stewart was, he was the Tom Hanks of his day, right? Where he just could do no wrong. He was just affable and, and lovable and men liked him and women liked him. And he just, he appealed to everybody. Um, And the character of George Bailey I just love, again, I love optimism and he's so optimistic and he's so does what he can for his family and for his business and for his town. And he's so sacrificing and selfless and he's absolutely an aspirational person. Yeah. Um, And to see somebody who is so good and positive be broken down in the film but then like figure out how to get himself back up yeah it's just it, it, that's why it's a classic and one of the best films of all time i would say yeah. um so i'm going for best christmas movie characters george bailey at number two but he could have been number one he's so good i love what you brought up about like that optimism but then like having to navigate challenges yeah. and then coming back from that i think that's when so often in life a lot of us have been faced with this, you know, recently, right? It's like me, I I would consider myself to be a very optimistic person, you know, and then some bad stuff happens and you're like, well, now I got to like prove that this is who I am. Like it was really easy for me to be optimistic when things are going going great. And then when life sort of hands it to you, you know, you find out who you are and um, I think you gain a sense of gratitude for the times when life was more simple and, you really start to uh, empathize yeah. for people who have faced a lot of hardship, you know, and, and, and George Bailey being able to battle back through all that stuff is 
it's a beautiful story and I think something we can all, you know, aspire to for sure. Uh, all right, number two for me, again, could be number one, but it's number two. It's going to be Clark W. Griswold. Uh, again, when I, you know, I think Clark is almost sort of like an adult version of Kevin McAllister. Sure. Clark is obsessed with Christmas. Um, I think of myself being like a Clark yeah. Griswold type person, you know, and I think more so now that I'm a dad, I start to see like the parallels between yeah. Clark and myself where, you know, that there's that scene with uh, Beverly D'Angelo's character and Clark at the beginning when she's like, you just set such high expectations for things. He's like, when do I do that? She goes, birthdays, weddings, da, da, da. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm kind I kind of do that, you know? And, but the thing is, and why I relate to Clark is that I don't think it's selfish. No. Clark doesn't want to have the brightest house in the block for himself. No. He wants it for his family. Like, what, is, what does he always say? I want that, that old-fashioned yeah. family Christmas. Yeah. That's what he's excited about. And even when the, you know, the lights don't work and, and Aunt Bethany shows up wrapping her cat and uh, you know Uncle Lewis lights his tree on fire and all this sort of stuff that he's still able... You know, obviously, he hits his breaking point eventually right as as we all would but he's just trying his hardest to keep it together to hold on to hold on not for himself yeah but for his family and that's where i relate to clark is like i want my children when they're you know in their 20s 30s they don't need to host a christmas podcast but like to be like us right and to look back and be like gosh my my parents like did so much to ensure that like I created these great memories yeah. when I was a child and the one year it was the lights the next year was the trip we went on the next year was that thing that I never thought I was going to get but like yeah. I got it you know um and that's where I relate to Clark is that I think he's he's a family man at heart you know obviously wants to put in the pool yeah. I mean that's that's a representation and that's where I, that's where I relate to him is just like wanting the best for my family all the time so that's ha- my hashtag two. dad goals Dad goals. Absolutely. For sure. I love it. Um, all right. I have one more. We might have the same number one. I think we do. I think we do. This is exciting. Yeah. When you said your number two, I was like, oh, I think we're yeah. going to be. Uh, right. Let's say it at the same time, and then we'll just both talk about it at okay. the same time. Is it one, two, three? Frosty Buddy the Snowman. Oh, Frosty. No, you're liar. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy the Elf. Buddy the Elf. Oh, just the best. Yeah. We, You know that we love Elf. We love Will Ferrell for so many reasons. Uh, we love, as we've been saying through this whole countdown, we definitely love optimistic characters. Yeah. And I think Will Ferrell's performance as Buddy is just full of joy and optimism and love for Christmas and not caring that other people aren't into it and not right. like judging himself and just going with it is so great. You can say a little bit as well. Yeah, I think just someone who lives their most authentic life, yeah. you know, and the fact like there's something to be said for being oblivious yes you know um like what's the the saying that like ignorance is bliss. ignorance is bliss yeah. yeah i just i think the fact that like buddy is able to navigate his life and just be like this is who i am this is what i love this is what i'm into and doesn't care what anybody else thinks about it like it's a beautiful way to live your life yeah. but i think it's a beautiful gift to other people because it can shake us all and be like Whoa. Wait, why do I care so much yeah. about what other people, people think? think? Yeah. Like, you know, and, and that's what this show is about, right? You know, here with Christmas Countdown is that we want to come together and just geek out about this thing that we love, but we want you as the listener, as the viewer to f- have this safe space to laugh, to yeah. cry, to reminisce. To what, love Christmas to, in the middle to, of October. Yes, exactly. You know? While you're sweating, wearing a <laughs> yes. hoodie in Southern California, like... That's really what's at the heart of this is that it's it's taking from people like Buddy the Elf and just saying, like, be you, love what you love. We're all geeky about something, whether it's cars or Pokemon or football or whatever it is. Own who you are. Own what you love. And don't be worried about what anybody else yeah. thinks. Because I guarantee those people, one, they don't really care. Yep. And care. second of all, they have stuff that they're super into as well that they want to geek out about too. And I think you geeking out about what you love, it's encouraging to them to do the exact same thing, you know? And I think that's what, that's what buddy, I think represents, uh, 
to us, you know, and, and hopefully that's what our show can represent yeah. to, to you guys is a safe space to just geek out and freaking love Christmas, man, yeah. you know? Did you think I was going to say, that was close. All of a sudden, I, <laughs> that no, was close. No, there was an FR in there Woo. for sure. Woo. Eric Woo. got super smarty over there for a second. Wow. Spicy. <laughs> Chris was uh, ready with the beat button. <laughs> button real quick. Um, all right, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us here on episode number four of our top 10 Christmas movie characters. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you rate and review. Follow us on all the socials. We appreciate the love. Tell your friends about us. Uh, we're getting closer to Christmas every day. One more thing. People probably really love these characters we were talking about. And if they want to hear more. Oh, that's true. We have a Patreon episode that will be dropping tomorrow. It drops every Friday. We le- release it to our Patreon fam. And cool feature on Apple and Spotify is you can just subscribe there. Maybe you don't want to create a new profile on Patreon. You're not into that. You can actually start with a free trial. On Apple, you get three days for free. Just click that button, you know, in the app. That'll get you all set up. You have tons of bonus content waiting for you. And Spotify, you can do the exact same thing. You get bonus episodes every single week leading all the way up to Christmas. So you'll hear our 15 through 11. And we sort of like, I feel like we're a little bit more like chill. It's like the after party, like after show sort of thing. Maybe we take off our hoodies so we're not sweating so much. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see how we feel. Um, But yeah, it's a great way to get a bunch of bonus content. So make sure you uh, check it out. Fantastic. Yep. All right, folks, we're going to close it how we always do, by saying Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. We will see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Laters.